Hello, this is Matt Schlick from the Matt Schlick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into kingdom pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Wow, I am so grateful that you have tuned in today to listen to Kingdom Pursuits, and I think we are going to... As always, God just provides poster children for this show for how does God take your passion and use it to build the kingdom. And so I got to tell you a little story is how I met Claire Fulton um, was last week. We went to a sunrise service at um, Fort Caswell Beach in North Carolina, just absolutely beautiful, expecting a beautiful sunrise. However, it was about a gale force wind and 40 mile an hour and wind and rain and all sorts of stuff. So Tammy and I... We went to the, on Saturday, we went to the uh, Wilmington YMCA, and Tammy loves to swim, and so we were swimming, and I met Claire's husband, <laughs> and as he was describing his wife to me, I was like, wow, she needs to be on my show, and, and as I found out that she had taken her passion and was using it to build the kingdom as an author, um, it just seemed like such a perfect story for me, so Claire, welcome to King of Pursuits. Thank you so much. Yeah, and so Claire's got quite a story, but so that you'll know quickly, tell tell our listeners a little bit about, about the campground kids and some of the books you write now. Sure. I have had the opportunity to write a mid-grade reader series uh, for ages 7 to 12 as our target reader, and each book features a different national park, uh, some interesting animals for sure in each and every one and lots of good themes and lessons and we include a lot of morals um, a lot of you know good treatment of people this is how you handle situations all those good things are mixed in there with an exciting adventure story and then I also write adult books and I have a series of cozy mysteries that means they're very clean uh, mystery books and they each uh, each of those has essential oils sort of at its heart. You don't have to be an essential oil lover to enjoy them, but um, that's kind of their twist is the essential oils. And really? I, have, I, that was a part <laughs> I didn't know. So I'm excited to hear about yeah, that. I, that. <laughs> and, and so, you know, one of the big deals or one of the, the reason I was so excited about Claire is, is you clearly felt God... Um, in this whole idea of writing, because that, that isn't how you started out either, right? No, it wasn't. I, I always wanted to work with horses my whole life. That was all I wanted to do. Uh, we did breed and train and raise horses for years, um, and that was my passion. I always loved to read. I never wanted to be a writer, but as time went by, I never really found that book I really wanted to read, even though, you know, my mother, when I was young, she could not keep enough books in front of me. 
uh, I just never found the one I really wanted to read. So in my 20s, I decided, you know what, I, I'm going to write it because I know that that story has to exist. So I did. And so you wrote the, the book you always wanted to read. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the best way to do it. So uh, I published it, self-published it, did all the work that it takes to get a book ready and prepped and all the learning that that takes to, you know, do the technical side. And it did nothing. It was like invisible on the market. And I got frustrated and I said, okay, fine. I'll go do something else with life. This wasn't really what I wanted to do. Anyway, had my wonderful children. I have two children and um, God kept bringing writing back to me. Uh, it was just over and over and over that conviction deep inside you. I'm sure you know that conviction. I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I listened to that call and I started writing again and I wrote full, full time as much as I could every minute that I could spare from homeschool mom and we run two or three other businesses. And so every minute that I could get, I would spend writing and learning about writing and, and really trying to increase my skill. And that was a seven or eight year period where I was not selling any books. I was writing them and publishing them and paying to do all that. And they, you know, it was just, it's such a flooded market that there was, nobody saw them. And I had to come before God and say, Lord, if you've called me to do, to do this, and I know that you have, then I'm just going to go do it whether anybody else sees it or not, because you want me to do it. So here I go. (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling of that one too. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that commitment has brought about so many opportunities. And we are at the point now where writing is definitely a full-time profession and um, has been a huge blessing to our family. So. Right, and and we're we're going to get more to, of that story, which I know some details that are just spectacular. I think you're going to be really encouraged. Those of you who are, are thinking God is impressing you to do something, man, if you go on this journey and you trust Him, even though you know you have your expectations, He has His. But part of the joy of it is right, just spending time with Him and allowing Him to 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 share those stories with you, right, Claire? Absolutely. One thing, one scripture that always comes to mind when I look back on my writing journey has been, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And, and also, you know, he said, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so often I think from where I am now, I can see that back then I didn't know that yeah. writing was the desire of my heart, but he did. All right, 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 right. <laughs> that is just it. That when he gives you the desires of your heart, you, all of a sudden you go, I did not know that that was something. Like I never would have guessed in a billion years I would want to be on the radio. <laughs> I, in a billion years, I would never guess that it would be something that I would, you know, because I was a car dealer. I was, it was about the last thing uh-huh. on my radar. But we, uh, you know, God had other plans. And so now I get to, you know, as I see what he's done, then I get to just run in in the path of his commandments because he enlarged my heart. He, he showed me his desire and, and away you go. So as it turned out, right, there was a editor that was involved in the early, early stage that God used in the later stage, right? 
Yes. Uh, I Well, when I was working on getting my very first book edited, we were not at a point in life where we had a lot of extra money. So I was really searching to, you know, to find somebody who could do the work within my price range. I was just about to throw my hands in the air and say, this is just never going to work out. When, you know, it was that nudge inside, I'll just click one more, just click one more thing on the internet. And I did. And that connected me with an incredible editor who has a heart for God that is so precious. And she, she has been such an encouragement to me all these years. She has been one of my biggest fans. Without her, honestly, I, man, she was just really a driving force to keep writing as well. I know God put her in my life to in- encourage me. And um, I hadn't spoken with her probably in a year or two because I had been working with some other editors and it was just one of those things. It was on my on my heart. You need to call her. You need to call her. And I had no reason to call her, so I kept putting it off. Like, I don't, what am I going to do? I guess we could just chat about life, and I would love that. But life is busy, and put it off, and put it off. And finally, it was, okay, I can't put this off anymore. I'm, I'm going to call her. So I did, and she was like, oh, I need to connect you with someone. I met somebody who sells books, and I was like, yes. connect me with the book guy and uh the rest is history so the campground kids was born kind of through that he was looking for a writer uh to write that series and it was just one of those perfect timing moments that only god could bring together so right and and the idea that it's the campground kids right was not only did god have the 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 perfect guy who was selling books, but at the same time, you and your husband, and this is exactly your life, right? For a number of years. <laughs> yes, we have for the past five years. Most of the time we have lived full time in an RV, traveled all over the East Coast with our children. <laughs> and, and we started out with one dog and ended up with three. So there's three dogs, four people, one camper. Oh, so much life and gonna, energy. <laughs> we're going to be right back with a lot more with Claire. And, of course, we're going to get to my shenanigans. They're coming up. Don't worry. We've... You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we're so delighted to have with us today C.R. or Claire Fulton. And she is the author of many books, actually, uh, which you can all find. You can find them all by clicking on the link there at our website, kingdompursuits.com. She gave us a special link where you can go see all her books, but specifically the Campground Kids books. And so as the author of that, as you might imagine, Christian, right? Speaking yeah. of camping. Speaking of or camps, camps. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We include all of those wonderful things in the books. And I, you know, one thing that I hadn't expected. Beginning oh, to write, I hate to interrupt, Claire, but we got to play shenanigans first, oh, and then okay. we can we'll get to what you didn't expect. And I'm looking forward to that too. So, here you go, Christian. Speaking of camping, all right. So. This is a tough one, and feel free to help Richard if you need to. So if you get nostalgic about childhood camping trips, if you get nostalgic about childhood camping trips, you're just living where, Christian? 
I don't know. In the woods? In past tense. <laughs> if that's you get it that's funny come on richard you know we can see a smile coming up all right so <laughs> this one may be a little bit of bad taste but i i did like it and it made me laugh okay so i got kicked out of band camp for trying to play a guitar with a bow you know why no i, I didn't think you did they say i violated it <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who play the violin, you know, excuse me. That's just the way it works. But anyway, and also, again, in the in the idea of bad taste, I just sometimes have bad taste. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I, they have started a new camp for folks with ADHD. Have you heard about this, Christian? No, I, they did. And and unfortunately, in spite of you, would think there'd be a lot of folks to attend the camp. I think because of the title of the camp. Yeah. They just have not gotten many campers. You know what they titled it? No. What? You got any ideas, uh, Claire? No, I don't. <laughs> Concentration camp. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'll never never go over. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we actually have a riddle for you to call in and win today, which you'll be able to do at 866-34-TRUTH. If you can call in and answer this, I hope, easy question. When camping with Moses, right? If you're going to go camping with Moses, what kind of pillars did they have? When camping with Moses, what kind of pillars did they have? And I'm not talking about the things you lay your heads on, okay? They didn't have those kind of pillars. <laughs> they, had, they had some other kind of pillars. And if you can answer that, Christian, tell them what they can win. They're going to win one of the fabulous prizes from our Kingdom Pursuits prize vault. There you go. When camping with Moses, what kind of pillars did they have? Those are camping pillars that we all need, by the way. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And getting back now to Claire and, and your answer about what you didn't expect. Right. Um, I definitely didn't expect mid-grade the selection of mid-grade books available to have so much content that I am not even willing to read. So we were super excited to be able to put out uh, books that were clean, adventurous, and had good morals in them. <laughs> right, right. And so they're actually even using those in, um, in schools and that kind of thing, right? Yes, there have been a couple schools that have done an all-school read, so the entire school has read it. Um, it's been it's been incredible to see the kids and hear their reactions uh, to the stories too. So super fun. And, and they've got really neat titles, like you said. They all feature a particular state park or a national park. You know, there mm -hmm. there's like one for Yellowstone, one for Yosemite, all that kind of thing, right? Yes, we did the top 10 most visited parks. So the first 10 books in the series are all going to be national parks. Really? Yes. I, I didn't. I, so the top 10. Um, I, I think Yellowstone is actually number one most visited. But when we were releasing, you know, when we were getting ready to release the first book, that TV show Yellowstone was so huge that uh, we were a little bit leery of, the marketing getting mixed up with the TV show. So <laughs> that one came a little later. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Right. So, 
Yeah, so you have Yosemite and all those kind of things. Well, we have a Riddler on the line. It's James in Winston-Salem. He's got to answer for us, so we're going to go to you, James. You're on Kingdom Pursuits. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Robbie. Good morning, Robbie. How are you this morning? I am excited to hear your answer about what kind of pillars. If you go camping with Moses, you don't sleep on normal pillars, do you? No, sir. <laughs> you sure don't. You sleep with a pillar of smoke and a pillar of fire. Isn't that wonderful? And I, 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 when I first came to understand that, I don't know about you, but I was kind of jealous. Like, man, if I want to know where to go, it'd be nice if there was like a pillar of fire just leading me out. <laughs> it would be. It would be very much so. Well, I am so grateful for you calling and winning today, James. And so I hope, I hope they, uh, I'm going to put you back on hold and Christian will get your information so they can get out your prize to you. I, I'm so grateful you called today, James. Thanks for calling. Thank you very much, Robbie. God bless. God have bless. All right. So you may have another answer, by the way, because sometimes my listeners have some incredible pillars that they have been thinking about and so don't feel like you can't call feel free to call we got plenty of stuff in the kingdom pursuits prize vault or maybe you've got a question for claire all you got to do is call us at 866 this is a live show so you can call us at 866-348-7884 so i'm always curious about this claire of all those campground kids stories you know it when you're writing stories Often God gives you a storyline you never saw coming. <laughs> is is that the case in some of those books? Yes. I think of when I first talked with uh, Bakken Books about doing this series, and he said, we would like to start off with five, and was tossing around some ideas. And I will never forget it because I walked over to the hose. We have some chickens, so I was going to water the birds, and I, I knelt down to turn the hose on, and it was like the first five books, the ideas for them, just downloaded right into my brain in that moment. It was like, oh, I, there they are. <laughs> while feeding the chickens? Yes, while feeding the chickens. And so is bird feed involved in the- <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it is not. <laughs> So what 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 were some of those downloads? I'm I'm curious. Uh, book one is Grand Teton Stampede, and it features the children getting kind of wrapped up in some horses that are missing from a ranch right next door to the park, and um, they kind of have a have a hand in figuring out that mystery and helping to make everything right with that. So I think out of the first five, Zion Gold Rush is my favorite one. Um, it's funny, exciting. Uh, the kids go to Zion National Park, and they meet the chipmunks, which I think is one of the best parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Zion National Park, isn't that in Utah? Oh, man, I've, I've been writing so many parks. Now, I don't think it is. I should know this, like, right off the top of my head. I think it's, isn't it in Arizona? Well, I I'm, I'm going right to. Right off the top of my head. I am going <laughs> to Google it. It'll take me two seconds to go. Zion National Park. Is, right. 
Um, it because if I'm not mistaken, it may be in Utah. I know I know Grand Tetons is, and then book uh, ten that I'm writing right now is Arches Legend, and that is in Utah. So yeah, Zion is in Nash. It is it is in Utah. It is in Utah. And, and so is. since we have the Truth Network, we have like. A whole bunch of stations in Utah, but they all go in out of Salt Lake City. So mm. we don't know. We may have some. Well, they don't. They don't air this particular show in Utah. We send it up the East Coast, but we have a lot of listeners of Christian Car Guy in Utah. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and so the the one of the challenges you have right is is your editors have said. You can't make this blatantly Christian, and so you 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 got <laughs> like you talked about, you know, so that they they could you know be able to put it in schools and all that kind of things. How 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 has God you know kind of let you um, maneuver around that request? It was really tough at first, and I completely understand it because you don't want to get banned from a public school. Because of, you know, Christian content, I can see that. So it was still really difficult to begin writing without the kids praying, without, you know, things like that that are so natural to me happening. But one of the things God really spoke to me in my heart was that you have an opportunity to reach kids with right living, morals, doing the right thing even when it's hard, uh, treating others well and loving them more than you love yourselves. Those are all lessons that kids can learn in these books. And that's an opportunity to use. So I had to change my thinking from this is a limitation to this is an opportunity to reach kids that I couldn't reach otherwise. Oh, yeah, so, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Well, we will be right back with much more from Campground Kids and Claire Fulton and our other books. So, and I, we haven't even got to the essential oils, which I've been waiting for. So, you know, you want to stay tuned for this next segment because I'm dying to find out about those. We'll be right back. A lot more Kingdom Pursuits. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today we have with us C.R. Fulton. She's a wonderful author of both Campground Kids, but as we talked about uh, in the first segment, you've got these books that are connected with essential oils. So you have my curiosity just definitely running on that one, Claire. So tell us about that. Apparently you, you have a connection to essential oils. I do. I fell in love with them many years ago. Uh, one of the interesting things about them to me was how often they were used in the Bible. Uh, Jesus was given gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm-hmm. Two out of three were essential oils. So uh, you see them used in the temple in the Old Testament and uh, the anointing oil and just so many things. And I thought, you know, if God likes these, then they're probably good for me and my family, too. So uh, that's what I use to clean. Um, I pretty, run a pretty chemical-free home, 
we use essential oils instead. So as I was writing, I thought, how fun would it be to combine that passion with writing? And uh, so the Drop of Mystery series was born. Um, the, each drop, one reads, the Drop of Mystery is that what yeah. you're okay yeah, so yeah. uh, you know i i gotta tell you that my favorite book in the bible and those who know me well know this is the song of solomon and it is oh. loaded with essential oils <laughs> it really 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 is it's mentioned a lot, a lot. Uh, specifically you know myrrh and frankincense and camp all sorts of cash oh it's just wonderful stuff mm-hmm. and so Tell us about the, the what what was the first one you wrote and what which oil did you use and what, and uh, how did that come about? Well, the first book is named Time for Thieves. So that's <laughs> time as in the herb. <laughs> I love that. I love a good pun. All right, so T Y M E for thieves. Okay. Yes, and um, it's the story of a lady who is lives sort of a rigid life and starts to find things out of place in her life and also finds her apartment manager dead as she comes home from work one day. And as the book progresses, she begins to deeply suspect that she had been the real um, target. Oh, wow. And things start to progress from there. So she and her dog, each of those books has a dog. Um, Just can't resist having animals in my books. (laughs) So she and her dog have quite a journey figuring out who, what, where, when, how, and why. And, um, of course, essential oils are at the heart of every single book in that series. So, so uh, you know, uh, how does time, I'm, you know, just that particular essential oil, I'm very curious, you know, sh- here she is, she's trying to save her life from the would-be murderer. How does time figure into the equation? Well, I can't tell you the real answer to <laughs> well, that without it's mystery. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. But I, but I can tell you that one of the reasons she begins to suspect something is up is because her essential oil bottles are always out of place, and she's very much a person who oh. leaves things just so, and they're always out of place in her home and in her, in her work and everywhere that she goes. So that is the, the beginning step of the mystery. Yeah. How wonderful. Again, I would point out that if you go to Kingdom Pursuits, right, kingdompursuits.com is our website, and there you're going to see, you know, a whole page um, on Campground Kids today. You'll see that book series. But when you click on the link there, it's going to be all of Claire's books. And, of course, you can order them, and, uh, you know, authors always love it. If you go back and and make comments, you know, on the, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? The, um, when you... Review? Review the book, right? Yeah. Because the authors love to hear how you enjoyed their work and that kind of stuff. So, again, you go to kingdompursuits.com, and there you can find all sorts of books. Uh, so, of all the essential oil books that you wrote, which is your favorite? Oh, that's a hard question. It would have to be Goldenrod for Gunmen or Myrrh for Mafia Men. Oh, myrrh for um. mafia men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, myrrh is is got so many different connections, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very much connected to Christmas, and and, and it's very much connected to death, and and so you got Easter and 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 uh, Christmas in the same kind of essential oil there, right? You do. 
do. And Mary's name herself, whether it was came from Miriam, right, has to do with the same root of bitterness. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, so I didn't know that it was kind of connected with myrrh in any way. That's really interesting. Oh, it is. It's actually spectacular when you really study the life of Miriam and the bitterness that she had of losing her brother, right, at the beginning. Um, right. And so her name means bitterness, very similar to the idea of myrrh. And they both, both myrrh and Miriam start with a mem, which is the um, letter in Hebrew that begins the word Messiah, as you might not be surprised. And it begins the word Moses. And it begins a lot of things that have to do with the Mashiach, with the, with the anointed one. And anointed is what? Essential oil. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. That is really an interesting connection. And so actually, when you look at the beginning of the Song of Solomon, it says, thy name is a perfume poured out, which is mm. what? An essential, essential oil. oil. <laughs> and since the Christ, or the word Christ, means anointed, as does Mashiach, right? It's saying that his name would be an essential oil. Wow. That's really, I'm, I haven't put those specific things together. I have read books on essential oils in the Bible, but I've never heard that brought out. How incredible. It is, it is. And that was one of the original things that it just totally grabbed my attention in the Song of Solomon to, to you know, where all that goes. But his name clearly is, um, in, in so many different ways, the, uh, the ultimate essential oil. <laughs> 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 and so I love the the myrrh is for mafia. And, and you know, it's interesting. Um, I also do a radio show called Lantern Rescue. Mm. And they have recently been in the Ukraine. Mm. And the Ukrainians are fighting this unbelievable war. But there are seven pastors that are up on the front that are ministering to what has now become a revival up there because like you don't have an atheist in a foxhole. Well, all of Ukraine is like a foxhole right now and they're having a tremendous a revival right there. But these seven pastors were all in the Ukrainian mafia until about eight years ago. The Lord saved them and they literally all threw their guns in the river. It's a true story. Wow. And when the when the invasion happened, they prayed and said, God, what do you want us to do? You know, because we know how to fight. Right. <laughs> and he sent them to the front line to fight, but they're not fighting with guns. Uh. Um, you know, they're fighting with the real strength of, of the gospel, right? And it's right. it's really miraculous. In fact, I I, I understand what one of them is going to be here, and I'm going to get to interview him. So when you say mafia and myrrh, I, it, it all goes together for me. Um, wow. <laughs> How fun. It is fun. It is fun. So after you became, after you started selling these other books, did you have some of the, your, your previous books begin to sell more because now you're a more well-known author and people are looking for other books you wrote? That is what is kind of rolling out right now. Actually, this week we are re-releasing the Drop of Mystery series. So I think. Actually, at this moment, book one and two might not have populated on Amazon completely. So the series might start with book three, but um, they are, you know, it's just waiting on technology to do what it should do. So, yeah, and the first book that I had ever written, we are re-releasing as a four-book series, and that should be coming out, I hope, within a month or two. 
Oh, I have to tell you this story, okay? Because you, you, yep. your story reminded me so much of, I wrote a screenplay. One of the first things I did long before I was in radio, I was a car dealer, but I ended up crushed between two Jeeps and I was in the hospital for a long time and I just came to Christ. And after I watched the movie Braveheart, I got this idea for this screenplay. And so when we come back, you can hear about Robbie's screenplay you've probably never heard about, but it has led to many things. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much like your story, Claire. So when we come back, you'll hear that as well as more from Campground Kids and author Claire Fulton. We'll be right back. Go to kingdompursuits.com. Check it out. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Having so much fun today on Kingdom Pursuits with author Claire Fulton. She's the author of Campground Kids as well as so many other wonderful books, which you can find all at kingdompursuits.com. But when we left our hero, Robbie, she had told her story about her first book that didn't sell, okay? So I wrote this screenplay. It was called The Full Armor of God. And in this screenplay, this little boy who turns out being blind in the story because God, when he gave me the storyline, it, it like you, it came as a download that really blew my mind that he, about halfway the story, he became blind and it became critical to what happened in the story. And, and as I wrote this, you know, every time he would pray, he would get a new part of the armor, like he would get the helmet of salvation and then it would give him these other powers. And then he would get this, you know, the sword of the spirit and all these different parts of the armor. And it was just a spectacular book from my standpoint <laughs> or a screenplay. It was not a book. It was a screenplay. And it, I, I just loved it. And actually Stu Epperson, our boss here at the Truth Network was my rep at the dealership I worked at. So he would come in and he would always pick up the next chapter or the next, you know, um, act in the, the screenplay to see what I'd written. And, oh, he just loved it. And so when I got done writing it, I, you know, I began to look for an agent in Hollywood. It's not unlike looking for an editor, right, Claire? Yes, I imagine. And I sent all these inquiries, did everything just like you're talking about. And then, you know, I made this last click and just like you said, it, I, and I said, yeah, yeah, I would like to read your screenplay. So, you know, here was this agent in Hollywood. I send off my screenplay you know, in the right formatting and all that stuff to Hollywood with all these expectations of this great you know, thing that was going to happen. So about six weeks later, I get this call. And the person says, could I speak to Robert Bruce Dillmore? Like, you know, nobody calls me Robert Bruce Dillmore. And, and my wife said, there's somebody on the phone for Robert Bruce Dillmore. I said, okay, because he'd written a screenplay, which was by Robert Bruce Dillmore, right? Yeah. Just like you have C.R. Fulton. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and he get on the phone, this guy says, is this the Robert Bruce Dillmore that wrote The Full Armor of God? I said, oh, yes, sir. And he says, well, I, I just got finished reading your screenplay. And he said, this is the most disturbing piece of... Um, well, I'm trying to think of what the word he used for writing. But anyway, the most disturbing piece I'd ever written, read in my life. Oh. He said, do you mind if I burn it? <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. I mean, those were his exact words. And I was like, 
Well, no. I mean, if that's something you feel like you need to do, he goes, this, oh, disturbing piece of literature I have ever read. And he said, this needs to be burned. I said, okay, all right. You know, so this was not encouraging, Claire. I, I, no. I, I immediately actually went to God with the other copy that I had, which was not on fire. And I just put it up to him. I said, God, you know, you're going to have to, you know, I feel like Senate Cherub has come against me and told me that, you know, my stuff is bad. But I will say one thing. It did affect him. <laughs> <laughs> What a story. Oh, my goodness. And, and so today, one of the things I get to write is Christian Carguy Theater. So I still write my own screenplays to some extent. But, of course, I've never brought that one to life. But maybe that's what I need to re-release, Claire, like you. But I know we only got a few minutes left, and I hogged them. I'm sorry. Um, no. <laughs> what would you like? What were you hoping to get said today that we haven't said? I would just like to encourage people to follow God wholeheartedly. If he's called you, then he has made the way. You might not see the way, but it's there. And he will bring things into your life that are blessings that you never could have asked, thought, or imagined when you follow him. Um, That's really my heart for people, is that they go out and do what God has called them to do so that the body of Christ can function the way it's supposed to be functioning. Right. And I, I, you know, when I was, my wife and I were swimming, I noticed this lady over there writing. She had these pillows and this book. (laughs) And I said, is that your wife over there? And he, I said, what is she writing? She looks like she's having a great time. He goes, oh yeah, she's, she's, she's a writer. And I'm like, really? What, you know? And and as we get into this discussion, but I loved what your, I think it was your son said, mommy, there's a man over there that likes to talk more than daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but what a wonderful meeting. And I know that the Lord was in that as well. So incredible. He really was. But I, I'm guessing you can sense God's pleasure, right? When you're over there reading, writing, I mean. Yes. It's, you know, it's so interesting because I know that I know that it's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't think as a human being, there's, there are many things more satisfying than knowing that you are fulfilling the call that God has put on you. Right, and, and it comes with obedience, right? You sense God yeah. was saying do it, and sometimes you've got to make that one more click. you got to try <laughs> when you don't, you know, you got to step out on that bridge of faith that you don't know that you're going to step down on anything. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. that was actually the heartbeat of why we started this program, and so grateful that you came on today, Claire, and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you. I so enjoyed it. And um, I also want to let people know they can go over to Boston Books because he has, that, that publishing company has massive amounts of books that are clean, safe for your kids and grandkids to read, which they know how hard it is to find that. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's hard to find truth, but you've tuned into it here in the Truth Network and you're going to get so much more because you got to get encouraging prayer followed by the masculine journey and then it's time to man up with Nikita Koloff. And we're so grateful. We really are for you listening today. Thank you and have a great afternoon. This is the Truth Network.